1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX DBAX podcast right here on PHNX. My name, of course, is Derek Montia, your mayor of PHNX. I'm joined by this guy over here, Vice Mayor slash Thunderstick,
0: Jesse Friedman. How are you, Derek? I'm doing good, sir. How are you doing? I am I am doing well. That was that was an enjoyable. Baseball game that we all got that to watch last night. was a lot, of fun. It was we a lot got, of fun. We got to make fun of Jacob in the Discord. Ooh. He nearly uh, found himself excommunicated from the Discord, G- Jacob, which was a first. Jacob so.
1: Jacob brought a lot of uh, negative Mark Melanson and You don't that get to slander me, okay?
0: You don't get to slander Look, me, okay? Okay. Oh, by the way,
1: <laughs> Father Jacob is here. Uh, is that what we're calling you this day, Father? Jacob? I thought it was Fragile Overlord Jacob. Oh yeah, Fragile oh, Fragile man. Overlord Jacob is uh, very descriptive, but also accurate. Uh, Of course, this show is not fragile. We are brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and get down on the betting action. Uh, Of course, the DraftKings Sportsbook app is America's top Rated Sportsbook app. Uh, The Diamondbacks did win yesterday. That was a whole lot of fun to watch. Uh, They won the first game against the Giants. They've had some good luck so far this season against the Giants. We were a bit worried about the Giants' performance offensively after they had a good showing against the Padres, but nice to see the Diamondbacks take game one and have everything kind of work uh, the way it should, I guess, there a bit, even though it was was a bit more exciting there at the end than it needed to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, the D-backs have won three out of four. Um, against the Giants this season. Um, it's so wild that they've only played four games against that team. It's wild. Uh, yeah. Up to this point in the season, <laughs> it's really bizarre. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they've won three out of four. The one game that they lost was, um, was a Wednesday of last week when we were here at the studio watching oh, the game and oh, uh, went see, live at like I 10.30. Know,
1: I don't know why you have to bring that up, but it was still a fun <laughs> night. And, it I, was again, night. that was a fun game, too. The Diamondbacks are fun even when they lose, for sure.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I, I think we're at that point, right? I mean, if the Diamondback, at least over the last week or two, most of these games that the Diamondbacks have lost in the end are games that they were very, very close, that right. you know, there was a lot of back-and-forth action. Um, they might have been more frustrating games to lose in, in some ways because of that, but they've played some pretty good baseball over the last 10 days.
1: Absolutely, and again, it's just bizarre that we get the, uh, the Jekyll and Hyde, Mark Melanson. Uh, where Mark Melanson comes in and in a save situation, situation yeah. and is able to See, somehow I, I lock keep, it down.
0: I keep trying to debunk this and say that there that that's completely unsubstantiated. I know. But there's just because more. Not. There's, not a, there's more and more uh, evidence as the season goes along. So you might uh, you might be right with that, Derek.
1: There's no scientific evidence to back it up. And even last night was a shaky outing for him. It wasn't like he came in and, in the ninth yeah. inning and just you know dominated. Had a one two three inning. God, Jesse, what I would give. What I would give for Mark Melanson to have a one, two, three (laughs) ninth
0: just one time. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad, right? I mean it 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 wasn't awful. It wasn't that bad. The inning prior was much worse. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, Where the bases were loaded and Noe Ramirez had a two and zero count on Brandon Crawford and miraculously got an inning ending double play, which was very close. And
1: the Giants, you know what? Like I, I know a lot of Diamondbacks fans probably didn't like that. I would have challenged that if I was the Giants, too. You had nothing yeah. to lose. Oh, yeah. The ninth inning was coming up. I mean, this is pretty much the end of the game as far as they were concerned. So, like, this is— Did uh, you
0: think Did you think Brandon Crawford was safe?
1: I did think he was safe. Yeah, I think I did, too.
0: But it, <laughs> it, it was one But there of just the... wasn't enough.
1: Like, it wasn't no. enough. But, yeah, like, they said that uh, Noe's foot was—if you look, his foot was in the middle of the bag instead of being, you know— on, yeah. Uh, like the tip you can of his foot.
0: You can tell that Noe is not a first baseman. No. He didn't, he didn't no. stretch, Uh, you know, like Christian Walker probably would have. It Again, yeah. If he was this is there.
1: why we need to love and appreciate Christian Walker, who, by the way, is not in the home run derby. At least we don't think so. We, we
0: don't think so. Because
1: no. they haven't uh, released all the participants yet, but five out of the eight were released prior to us getting on air. And they were all National League, which is odd. It's very odd. Uh, yes. that there was more, I mean, there's only eight participants, and five so far have been National League players. I'm not sure what exactly is going on. Albert Pujols is one of the guys. And again, we talked about Albert Pujols being, you know,
0: I'm not. He's a legend. It's hard to, you can't say bad things about I Albert don't want to say
1: bad things about him, but here's my thing, Jesse, is I, I'm fine with him being in the All-Star game. I just don't think that somebody that doesn't deserve it deserves to be in the home run do you derby. Think,
0: do you think he'll... I mean, is he just going to make a fool of himself in the home run derby? Oh, no, not is he at all. going to hit like two or three home runs? No,
1: I think he's going to kill it.
0: Okay. I, I think I, I think he'll do fine because you he's... You just don't think that based on his numbers this season that he deserves to be He's in that game. He's tied for 106th in the National League in home runs. I mean, that's not bad, Derek. Why are I, you on uh, that list? Come on now. Why does it always have to be about <laughs> my stats?
1: My stats are terrible. It's not a comparison <laughs> thing to me. It's a comparison to the other all- All-Stars, right? I was glad to see Kyle Schwarber, because I thought he yeah. was going to get
0: snubbed on that. He, I, need, I mean, he definitely did. The man has hit like nine home runs in the last two weeks. I so need big
1: beefy boys. I want be big that. beefy guys in the home run derby. I would love a home run derby of nothing but big beefy guys, and that would be great. I don't even know if I could put Schwarber in that category anywhere. He looks, uh, he looks slim next to uh, some of the other big boys in, in the National League. But uh, I, I am upset about. Uh And I didn't really think Christian Walker was going to be in it, yet I'm somehow still upset about it. Right? It's kind of like what I was saying about the All-Star game. I'm glad Joe Mantiply got the nomination of anybody on the team. He deserved it. Uh, Last night, he had a shaky outing once again, of course, but things ended up going the Diamondbacks' way. Unfortunately, it wasn't him that was able to lock it down and be the reason why the diamondbacks were able to you know get through the He had some
0: extreme bad luck in that game though. I know he did walk a guy, which was literally his second walk of the season, but outside of that, it was a chopper on the infield that was an infield single by Darren Ruff, which may may might be Darren Ruff's first infield single of his career. Um probably not true but he, de- he definitely he's not he's not super quick it's not something that he no- that will normally happen for him and then Wilmer Flores hits a ground ball that bounces on the third base bag and goes for a double um, yeah. the exit Velo on that was like 74 miles an hour so um, Joe Mantiply was was the victim of bad luck I thought he still pitched pretty well overall
1: uh, yes and again the Diamondbacks did enough to win the game speaking of that uh Merrill Kelly had himself quietly, another strong outing, continues to be outstanding for this team, as well as Alec Thomas had himself quite the day out there. Our young king uh, went, what was it, three for five, I believe, and honestly had uh, what I I believe is it was not an out at first base. I'm still going to argue that. Uh, That was such a weird play where uh, the ball got past the first baseman and Alec Thomas took a... Tight little spin, (laughs) but did not advance. Like, I liked that there was a disagreement between, uh, you know, uh, Gonzo and uh and and bert because i felt like it, there sure. were there were two voices on that and i didn't really feel like bert even though gonzo is a major league player and knows a <laughs> lot more about the game and the rules and stuff bert did not relent and i was on bert's <laughs> side because i was like because he was like oh, i don't know that one foot stayed on the other side like i understand he yeah. made some sort of move and that's all the umpires are really looking for right is some sort of move but yeah
0: it's it's at the umpire's discretion is my understanding so if the right. umpire feels like the player made an effort to get to second base then they have to get back to the bag in order to avoid uh, being tagged out, like Alec Thomas was. Do so, you think
1: that that was t- that was ticky tack, though? Do you think that that was?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's as close I think
1: as it could possibly get. It was with pretty it close. Still being reasonable that the umpire called him out.
0: I think that the fact that you know the throw went over the first baseman's head. Um, I mean, Alec Thomas would have been crazy not to consider going to second base right. on that, at right. least for a split second. Right. And he, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't have a chance to do much but react in the situation. Right. And he can't see how far the ball went or how quickly they're going to get to it. So I, I. I don't know though. It just seemed odd considering how close he was to not, you know, not. It didn't even have that one foot cross over the base path. Line. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, Diamondbacks still win four to three. They're thirty nine and forty eight, nine games below five hundred, uh, creeping a little bit closer to the Giants, who are almost at five hundred. And uh, of course, you know they have this uh, whole Mark Melanson experience that is quite the experience, right? Like, I mean, I, I don't want to harp on this again too much, but <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely you. You just don't know what you're going to get out of Mark Melanson. You also don't know what you're going to get out of our frail overlord. Uh, Jacob over here, uh, fragile, fragile overlord. Uh, fragile, that, I am not fragile, frail. Fragile overlord. He is. <laughs> he, he is large and strong, um, but he is definitely uh, our fragile overlord because he came into the Discord and made everybody sad with his negative energy about Mark Melanson. Do you wanna? Apologized what to negative? Everybody? No. What negative energy did I come in with? I just said, say? "Is everybody ready for Mark Melanson?" That's exactly, all that I said. Exactly. Is that not negative? <laughs> was that not negative?
0: <laughs> That's not negative. Was
1: that not? That was so negative. That's I not negative. Listen
0: to yourself. I think people are just traumatized at the thought. You just of, have to live with it. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah.
1: at least you try saying
0: it. You say the same <laughs> thing he said. I want to see if it sounds as menacing from you. You want me to? You want me to say? Just exa- exactly just, what yeah, Jacob what do you say? said.
1: What did he say? What did you say? Jacob,
0: say it again. I said, "Is everybody ready for Mark Malanson?" See, it's the pause. Do you say it? Is everybody ready for Mark Malanson? See, it doesn't
1: sound threatening coming from you.
0: <laughs> it is your, it's your aura. I can't explain it. It's just, it's oh your temperament.
1: Gosh. It's the way. It's your inflection. I definitely don't like the pause in there for sure. Uh, Josh in the comments, he is calling him meltdown Malanson. We don't like that at all uh and see charles woodall pike said yes jacob brought the sense of impending doom and that's exactly how i would describe it as well but um (laughs) of course (laughs) we thank you guys for being in the discord if you are there uh that's a members only discord if you want access to that you got to join us over at gophnx.com if you haven't done so already you can get yourself an annual membership which will get you a free t-shirt from the phnxlocker.com a free t-shirt of your choosing uh, or you can get a month to month membership and we will hook you up with your first month for just 50 cents regardless of your membership status you will get access to that members only discord as well as additional discounts over at the phnxlocker.com uh, and you'll get all of this Plus, Jesse's wonderful content over at the PHNX, uh, gophnx.com. <laughs> uh, it, it's not on the locker, it's not closed, but we should put some of Jesse's articles on shirts because that's how they're, they're art. Their art is what I'm calling My them. articles but, on yeah. shirts? Oh, is yeah. P- so yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's not paying attention uh, to me
1: most of the time. Yeah,
0: there's some he, things you just, say, Derek. Yeah, you just, just go one in he, one he, ear yeah, and out. He the doesn't other.
1: listen. But uh, get Jesse's articles over at gophnx.com. Uh, the draft primer, uh, not draft primer, but the trade primer is very good, Uh, and I think it's very realistic as to what you might expect to see from this team uh, come the trade deadline, which is coming up pretty soon. But uh, we will have, by the way, speaking of the draft, our draft show this Sunday, which we're very excited for. We will be starting at like 345. The draft is at 4, so join us. Uh, We'll be on probably during the D-backs game on Sunday. So join us for that. We'll be covering the first round of the draft. We'll also be covering the D-back series with the Padres, the last series before going into the All-Star break. Uh, And then we will also have our week of All-Star break celebration before we get the Nationals coming to town. Uh, Don't forget, I am giving away that absolutely hideous uh star wars shirt on uh, that draft <laughs> show so if you haven't done so already check out our pinned tweet if you're interested in that
0: sign <laughs> up for it uh i called it hideous but you know most of our giveaways are items that any diamondbacks fan would want Yeah, if you're a diamondbacks fan and you want no, nothing y- to do with this horrific shirt you need this <laughs> shirt
1: for star wars day which is what july 23rd it's the saturday after they come back from the all-star game so we'll hook you up and make sure uh, you you are ready for that. You have to wear the shirt to the game, though. It's a condition of the of the <laughs> membership or the the, the giveaway. Uh, by the way, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to sign up. Uh, sign up, subscribe to PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications that way you don't miss any of our live content. If you're listening to us right now in your favorite audio podcasting app, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already, and leave us a five star review if you if you feel like we deserve it. Uh, we are very much enjoying going live every day. I'm I'm liking being next to you this is great Aww, Derek I thought I'd be sick of you by now not sick of you <laughs> well, at just all. give
0: it another month or two yeah I you'll, mean you'll yeah that's there. fine but uh
1: you know if we were drafting you'd be my number one pick because I wow. feel like we're I feel like we're a good team I feel like you have a lot of potential still uh untapped potential <laughs> but uh the Diamondbacks are drafting for second second in the 2022 draft it's the first time in franchise history that they have the number two pick so I guess my first question is do you foresee anything crazy happening with that number two pick, or do you think that the Diamondbacks just select it? Do you think they trade, make a trade, do anything like that? I don't that? believe
0: you can trade that pick. Oh, okay. Um, you pr- can trade. It's... You can trade competitive balance picks. I okay, which they you do have. Trade that pick. Okay. Uh, um, which yeah, they also have a competitive balance pick, which I don't. I don't foresee them trading, but um, but yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make a selection at number two, Derek, and and it it very well could be a franchise altering sort of a move. I mean. This is a significant, significant time in this franchise.
1: Jacob brought up a great question as far as that competitive balance pick. Uh, Do you think the Diamondbacks would draft Kumar Rocker if he was somehow available Mm. there in that spot, considering everything he's been through and, you know, again, how high he was at one point in, you know, as far as MLB draft prospects were concerned?
0: That's that's tough. I mean, Kumar's been through a lot with the injury and everything. Yeah. I, I could see the Diamondbacks maybe being interested in him. I don't think I don't think they're going to have an opportunity to take him. Frankly, you're certainly not going to take him second overall. Um, and the Diamondbacks don't pick next until I think it's number 33. Yeah. Uh, with their competitive balance pick,
1: he so, kind of bounces around. We looked at where he is on some of the yeah, mock drafts. Mock
0: drafts have him as early as like 15 or as late as like 55. Yeah. Um, 15 is probably a little bit bullish, but I would be kind of surprised if he fell to number 33. And he also might be looking for more money than uh, what that pick would normally command. Um, and based on who the Diamondbacks selected, number two, they may or may not have the money that that it takes to, to get him.
1: And that's the thing right now is that there there's discussion about how much the Baltimore Orioles might be willing to spend. And that might be a reason why they might not have interest in Drew Jones as well. But yeah. Uh, luckily, some mock drafts do have Drew Jones going to the D backs. Uh, unfortunately, not many have Elijah Green going to the D backs, which makes me
0: tremendously sad. Um, <laughs> Derek has been on the Elijah Green train for since, a long time. Last year around this time. time. <laughs> um,
1: but. Uh, this uh, spencer ogara asked do you do y'all view this uh, draft as a good one to have number 2 or is it more of a 2015 yes. 2017 where the talent was lesser than
0: other drafts it's it's a great draft it's to have the number 2 overall draft. pick i think and i agree there there are some some drafts you know where having number 2 um, is great, but it kind of sucks in a way because there's one transcendent player who's you know head and shoulders above everyone else in the draft. Um, despite what Derek may feel about Elijah Green and how he is far, far superior to anyone else in the draft class, I don't think there are many uh, there are many scouts or draft analysts who would uh, who would who would say that. So it's a great draft to have the number two overall pick, even if it's not Drew Jones, even if it's not Elijah Green, or even if it's not whoever that guy is that you have in mind, the Diamondbacks are going to get a very, very good player with the number two overall pick. So this is a, a really good spot for them to be in. Uh,
1: a lot of drafts actually have Jackson Holiday going to uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Right. which I, I don't know if that fits with what they have going on and the timeline and everything, but I think it's too early in any player's career to worry about where they play. You know, necessarily.
0: You're talking position wise. Position wise, yeah. yeah He's right. a shortstop, um, which I mean, you never know. At least with with some guys, whether they're going to stay at shortstop. I think Jackson Holiday has a decent chance to stay at shortstop. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a guy named Jordan Lawler in the organization who's who's pretty good. Heard of him? Um, yeah. Uh, so it's it's hard to say. I I don't expect the Diamondbacks to really care too much about the position honestly uh they have a history of taking whoever's best available in the draft and i think they're going to do that um at the end of the day you know if if jackson holiday is going to be a superstar and the other guy they would pick isn't you know you can sort out an issue of having two shortstops if they, you know, if they're both superstar caliber players. That's a that that's a problem you can deal with down it, the that's, road. That's that's
1: a happy problem.
0: That's a happy it problem. It is a very happy problem. Uh, yes. A
1: number a number of number 2 draft picks over the last 20 years have been pretty good players. Uh, by the way, we are facing the Giants right now and their catcher Joey Bart, who we've uh seen brought up on the broadcast yeah. a bit about the struggles he's having joey is yeah he's struck pick. out
0: in more than half of his plate appearances yeah, but, but surely whoever the team. diamondbacks select will not have <laughs> those kind of uh bumps in their, uh, in but their let's, progression
1: let's look again at some of those notable number twos chris bryant who we've come to know very well uh 2013 number two pick uh justin verlander 2004 alex bregman one of my personal favorites uh byron buxton Reggie Jackson, back in 1966, was a wow. number two pick, uh, and Alex Gordon in 2005. That Alex Gordon, Gordon and Alex Bregman are both interesting because those are both players that the uh, Diamondbacks. Those are years the Diamondbacks had the number one pick. So those are two players that the Diamondbacks passed up on for their number one pick. Uh, Justin Upton, you feel like they got right?
0: Yeah, I mean Alex Gordon had a you know has had a good career, but. Justin Upton is is a better player overall. Um, Justin Upton is still in the league and playing quite well to this day. So. Alex,
1: Alex Bregman that that might, might there might be a case for him. to have Alex been Bregman, Alex over Bregman, Dansby Swanson.
0: Yes, Alex Bregman has had a better career than Dansby Swanson. Although Dansby Swanson has had the best season of his career this year, yes. and has looked really really good for the Braves.
1: Yes, of course, of course he has, and we'll <laughs> never forget um, some other notable recent number two draft picks that we've seen in the league. Uh, Hunter Green, 2017; Nick Senzel in 2018, and again or 2016;
0: and Alex Bregman in 2015. So Hunter Green has started. to, we've seen a little bit of Hunter Green in right. the big leagues. He threw, I think he threw about 40 pitches the other day in his start for Cincinnati that were 100 miles an hour or <laughs> higher in one start. Crazy.
1: <laughs> and so see, that's that's a case. That's a perfect example of Hunter Green's name starting to now come up as a top young player in baseball. Right. Yeah. But. Five years since he was drafted. So again, it just demonstrates how Major League Baseball doesn't have that same uh, impact with their draft. You know, yeah. I, I do think that the Diamondbacks are going to see uh, their pick from the 2019 draft, Corbin Carroll very soon. We talked about being excited about that yesterday. I was way more excited about it than Jesse. I was ready to put him in the All-Star game. Jesse's <laughs> like, pump your brakes. Uh, he, he said in Jesse words, shut up, Derek, apparently. I didn't, I didn't catch that uh, translation, but I, I pick up on it now, You know, very much so. But uh, the Diamondbacks do have some very exciting young players that they drafted that are about to, I think, make some noise in Major League Baseball themselves. Uh, Drew Jones, though, that is a kid that really could be something special and yeah again I think that going back to the question there's just there's a lot of talent so I think this might be one of those years where we look back on it five years from now and say wow look at all of these guys that were all drafted you know in the first round or in the yeah. top 10 of that draft yeah
0: and it'll take a while I mean it might whoever the Diamondbacks select you know we're probably going to get really excited about whoever that is and then we're not going to see him in the majors for probably four or five years and that's just sort of how this process works good old baseball welcome to the mlb draft which is not nearly as satisfying as other drafts where you get to see these guys you know at the highest level right away but that doesn't mean this decision isn't enormously important for the franchise and and could be uh, you know a huge difference maker for them in the long run
1: that's a great point but you know what we do have to look forward to is a draft pick from a prior year being on the cusp that we can look forward to right like yes Corbin Carroll is from 2019 that was when he was drafted yeah. but you know, we we have that to look forward to. And then it kind of right. stacks from there because right. once Corbin Carroll gets – because Alec Thomas was our guy, right? This past offseason was the – Alec Thomas was the prospect we couldn't stop talking about. And Alec Thomas has been everything we could have imagined he would be and more. So for Corbin Carroll to be the next guy, Jordan Lawler after that, and then Drew Jones after that, we will have – the Diamondbacks will have a nice, you know, I guess line of potentially great players that we can look yeah. forward to seeing – Make their major league debut, and to that I toast with a Four Peaks Brewing Company beer. We got ourselves some Joybus Wow uh, wheat. Jesse was not in with me today, but
0: of course I you know, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, you didn't you, get the you memo. You like pulled that out like right before we started. I did. The show. I have it in my
1: pocket. I have I have Four Peaks on me at all times, but of course you can too by picking up some Four Peaks Brewing Company beers wherever. Beers are sold near you, uh, convenience Mm -hmm. store, liquor store, uh, supermarket, anywhere. You can find them all over the valley. They've been in the mix since 96 here in Phoenix. And, of course, they're a local company just like us. We love to support our local brands. Uh, If you have a chance, check out the uh, Four Peaks close to you, the 8th Street Pub is our favorite place to go. So uh, make sure to check out when we will be broadcasting from there because we're always going to be there hanging out. Uh, You can too. They have delicious food and they have a wonderful variety of not only beers, but merch. They got some great merch down there. So go check out everything they're doing. Uh, They are still... Contributing to their annual teacher drive, so again a proceed of your sales will go uh, to supporting local teachers and buying uh, supplies for them which is much needed and something great that they're doing for the community so uh, you can go down have some beers have some Food and know that a portion of your money is going uh, to a very very good cause locally here so uh, make sure to do that and also uh, make sure to stop by your local dispensary. Grab yourself some OG's gummies. Uh, I've been talking about how much I love the pina colada flavor. Uh, there is another pool party, which I'm making Jesse go to in my absence uh, at the Maya Day Club. So <laughs> make sure to check that out as well at OG. I'm
0: just going to show up at Disneyland instead.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably the safer <laughs> bet. Um, but definitely check out the OG's Day Club, uh, Maya Day Club pool party that they have going on on July 30th, as well as their wonderful variety of products. Uh, remember, OG's is all about flavors. So uh, they have a wonderful variety of flavors that I love all of them, pina colada, orange creamsicle, uh, fruit punch. They're all great. No matter what they have, they have a variety of doses and a variety of strains. You can get yourself 3 milligram, 10 milligram, uh, you know, and up if you are a medical patient, as well as you can get yourself a uh, uh, variety of strains, sativa for the party time, indica for sleepy time, uh, whatever you need. Uh, OG's has you covered. Remember, they are uh, Arizona's top-selling edible gummy uh, here in the Valley. So make sure to support a local company and keep them at number one. Uh, Shout-out to OG's again for the invite. But I will be doing something much more wholesome. I will be at Disneyland then. Um, Not to say that I'm going to miss being at the pool party because I absolutely will. Uh, People tell me I had a great time at the last one. Jesse... (laughs) The Arizona Diamondbacks are now six and seven over this stretch against the NL West, which surprises me a little bit. I think I uh, had them at a much lower amount than that. So uh, I had them at nine wins. Yeah. Um, So the Diamondbacks are six and seven over the stretch, leading into the All Star break. This is potentially if they could win this series against the Giants and somehow win the series against the Padres, they would be one game over 500, which I, I I think is a pretty impressive stretch uh, or, or record against a stretch that I thought was going to be much worse.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it hasn't been the Dodgers, right? Um, I think if this is all, if the Dodgers were a big part of this stretch, then you know you'd be you'd be lucky to get away with five wins out of thirteen probably, but. <sighs> Um, why do you have why, why? Why do you have to start off? See you, the two of you with your negativity. Yeah, I guess here I we are. I'm sandwiched between negativity.
1: There. Derek, you had them with less wins than I, I did. I know I did. I know I did. That was back then.
0: <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Um, anyway, so yeah, the Giants are the Giants are scuffling right now, um, and frankly, the Padres have sort of been scuffling uh, lately as well. So the Diamondbacks have have caught these teams at a at a pretty good time, all things considered. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Giants offense, Derek, is nothing like it was last year. No. I mean, it, it feels like a completely different team that no. they're playing against. Brandon Crawford is not anywhere to the point that he was last year when he was a borderline MVP candidate. Um I actually said to myself when late night Lamont was up, I'm like, Oh wait, no, this
1: isn't the same guy that yeah, he was last yeah. year, right? Like, but it's <laughs> kind and, and it's no it's nothing to take away from them, but it's kind of like what we've said not to transition this back into uh positive talk about Christian Walker, but like Christian Walker has had what we've called a lot of bad luck. And the reason why we say that is because he's had just a lot of hard, hard hit balls that go right at, you know, a, a defender. Like you, you might call that, we might call that bad luck. Someone else might say it's not whatever. Right. But the point yeah. is, is that Christian Walker has been hitting the hell out of the ball all season long. And if more of those kind of, fell in like they should based on the exit velocity and and things about the trajectory and things of the of the batted ball then Christian Walker's numbers would be looking much more like an all-star if he had a uh, 2.90 batting average there's a good chance that he might be the guy going into the all-star yeah. game into, instead of yeah. Joe Mantiply I feel like a lot of his you know uh, at least people not considering him to be one of the first be- best first baseman in baseball is about that Batting average, looking
0: so yeah, low, right? Yeah, but you're very right. That's
1: one of those things where next year he could hit the exact same way and hit 300 with the way yeah. things have gone for him this season.
0: Right? Yeah, people people make the mistake that like, oh, after you play 162 games, like whatever your numbers are, like that's who you are yeah. as a player. Yeah. You know, like if you hit 215 over 162 games, that's who you are as a player. That that's not necessarily the case. 162 games, believe it or not, is still not enough in right. order to really judge. Um, you know how good how good a player is so I think you're right Uh, the Clutch Canuck brought up a a great point in the comments um, that the Diamondbacks have won more games against the Giants this season (laughs) having played them four times than they won all of last year in the entire season series when they went two and 17 that's pretty wild it's insane in fact but
1: just shows how bad this team was I mean, I think that if you look at their win total compared to last season, it took them until almost September to win the amount of games that they've already won. I know for a fact when they get around like – 44-45 wins in the season. That that was a really bad stretch for them towards the end of the season, right? So, like, to get to like win forty-six, took them until yeah. I think the
0: middle of September or close to it. Like, I mean, the Diamondbacks already have thirty-nine wins, and they only had saying. they only had fifty-two right. all so of last season. They're thirteen wins away from. <laughs> they're totally, already thirteen they're, they're wins total, away. You know, it's wild. for the
1: entire season, so uh, they could easily reach that. I mean, I, I not easily, but they could reach that before the end of the month. Uh, hypothetically, yeah. it's not out of the question, right? So, for the Diamondbacks at this point to be where they're at has been a big improvement, and that's what we need to continue to focus on. And then once we get through this season and we're close to 500 at the end, or they're much more like average baseball team, then we can talk about building yeah. on next year, and we could talk about this team competing for you know a playoff spot in 2023, which is what I, I you know I think we're going to see, but. Uh, for this series, we have Dallas Keiko and Zach Gallant still going for the final two games of the series, which uh, could result in them being over 500 before uh, they go to the Padres with a sweep. So we'll see what happens. Dallas Keiko, I think, is still finding himself, but I feel like he's shown that he still has a lot to give, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I, I think the runs that he's given up so far haven't entirely been his fault. We've seen him have some bad defense behind him, and... You know he did a good job of of giving a lengthy outing
0: in that last last game. He did, yeah. I mean, seven innings, three runs. You'll you'll take that. You know, you'll take that every day of the week. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, yeah, Dallas Keuchel going in this one. Um, and the Diamondbacks will have their hands full a little bit. Um, with Logan Webb on the mound for the San Francisco Giants, who's sure. been one of the best starters in the National League. Um, but then you got Zach Gallen in the finale. And if anyone was due on this Diamondbacks pitching staff, if anyone was due to <laughs> really put it together over a full Uh, start i really figured it was going to be his last time out um when we all kind of expected him to come out and uh you know pitch with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder after his comments from the game prior and and it was sort of the same story for him where uh you know he was good sailed sailed through about four innings and then the fifth inning the wheels came off and and he was gone pretty quickly after that so um hopefully zach can can get things back on track on on wednesday
1: Remember uh, under on the half of runs in the first inning for yeah well start. that
0: that backfired very quickly I almost know. immediately when I, the game I started I like, last week like, Derek uh, so. I felt like 15 <laughs> seconds into the
1: game that one was already <laughs> but, uh, you can get down in the DraftKings sportsbook and do whatever you want to do uh, using our code of PHNX if you're a new customer make your first deposit and get a risk free bet up to one uh, thousand dollars that's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details uh, I've been on there trying to do some parlay again i'll give you this you can bet as much uh, or as little as you want so don't don't do this with your first bet don't bet 50 cents with your first bet but you can bet like 50 cents and string together like a 15 game parlay for an entire day uh you know maybe it doesn't hit today maybe it doesn't hit tomorrow but you keep doing that this season one of them is going to hit and that's some fun to be had uh, for a very low cost. So remember you can do what you want over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, especially those same game parlays. The more legs you add, the more money you win. And there's all sorts of options for you at the DraftKings Sportsbook when betting on baseball. So make sure to do so because it's a fun time. It's baseball, uh, can tend to be long, right? A game can be long. These games are still going over three hours. So, uh, you know, if you want something just to get you a little bit more invested, a little bit more excited about the game, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, All right, well, that's all we got today. Jesse, looking forward to the Arizona Diamondbacks maybe winning this series this afternoon. It's going to be... Not not easy, like you said, against Logan Webb, but the Diamondbacks definitely have a shot to do it. They have been very good against the San Francisco Giants team this season. Uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us. You can uh, follow us on Twitter if you haven't done so already. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Enjoy your lunch. Uh, On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when Zach Gallon can win five games.